Good morning and welcome to The Core Connection. I'm Mira Rubin here with you on Enlightened World Network. And today's topic is body wisdom. Our bodies are such a source of wisdom and knowledge and um, our bodies record everything we've ever experienced. And everything we've ever experienced is experienced through this amazing physical form. And we often find ourselves at odds with it and treating it like it's some kind of machine or some kind of uh, something other than, than intimately and inextricably integrated with who we actually are. So we get to explore that today. Good morning, good morning, Roslyn. Welcome, TGIF. It's uh, welcome to everybody else who's joining us also. It's another Friday. They just keep coming. Um, it seems like they keep coming faster and faster. Anyway, before we get started, we're going to do our morning exercise that actually presences us to our body. And I, I want to ask for your particular attention as you do this process this morning, because it's all about finding a deeper connection today with, with our body as the vehicle of our being, not just the vehicle, but the, the means. Oh my gosh, Rosalind, it's, so I got really hot. <laughs> I got really ahead of myself. Roslyn says, hmm, happy Thursday? Yes, so I guess it's not Friday. Um, I, I, my sense of time is all warped. That's so funny. Thank you for the correction. That's a riot. Okay, so it's really interesting to know. Like, I know it's Thursday, but still, I it was it was feeling Friday to me for whatever reason. That's a riot. Okay, so <laughs> um, let's let's just take a couple minutes to get present to being grounded in our bodies. So let's take a deep breath in through your nose and hold it. And imagine clean, crisp oxygen flooding your lungs, flowing into your bloodstream, nourishing all your cells, all your organs, bringing vital life energy to your body and being. And as you exhale, exhale any tension, stress, negativity, fatigue. And now let's take another deep breath in through your nose and hold it. This time, imagine brilliant bright light lighting you up from the inside out, illuminating, electrifying, and energizing all your cells, all your molecules, your electrons, creating a brilliant beam of light and energy from your heart out into the world. And as you exhale, exhale any remaining tension, stress, negativity, fatigue. And now let's press our palms together and vigorously rub your hands together and feel the friction, the temperature, the pressure, the motion, and 
the tickling and tingling when you stop and allow all those sensations to bring you present right here, right now, into this remarkable physical form through which we experience all of life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So on this Thursday, <laughs> uh, we are going to have a look at this physical manifestation that is, is the way it is the vehicle through which, not like separate, but it's, it is our experiential bridge to life. That, that any aspect, every aspect of life that we experience is by virtue of our physicalness. And I don't think that we have appreciation around that. Typically, um, we're, we're kind of our body is something to take care of, something other than us to take care of. When in fact, our experience of being who we are is completely filtered through this experience, this physical experience that we have. And our ability to think, to feel, to act, all of it is as a result of our body, the sensations that we experience on so many different levels. We were talking yesterday about how experience is the froth on the top of the ocean and, um, or our conscious experience. And all these other things are existing that in the body of the ocean. And I think that that's not a bad analogy for our experience in our bodies, you know, that we, we have these five identified senses that are actually just a fraction of the sense-based experience that we have in our physicalness. Um, and when we, when we presence ourselves to our bodies, I, I know we've all heard of instances when during a massage or body work, for instance, a deep memory, deep emotion arises. And it's as if that, that, energy, a pocket of energy, we're stuck, we're rooted somewhere in our physical form. And um, we can, we can think, and this is, I've thought in the past, and I've used an analogy of our bodies being a biocomputer, recording everything that's happening, and and creating all this function. But that's a minimization of what our bodies are. 
there's so much wisdom there's we can we can interact with our body as teacher like as another vehicle for our learning when we have a sensation when we're experiencing physical symptoms they're often a message from our body to awaken us to something when we have churning in our gut for instance we can look at well what what what's going on when we feel nervous what's going on when we have an emotion there are physical sensations that are attendant to that emotion that we are then naming with that name of anger or joy excitement sorrow those emotions are experienced physically when we have a thought it's happening through this physical filter and i think that there's such value in allowing ourselves a new relationship with our body as another way another pathway into awakening so so much of um spiritual culture is about transcending the body uh denying the body uh as if as if it's other and what if instead we were able to empower the body what if we were able to create this deeper synergistic relationship because in fact we have no experience on this plane without it whether it's an experience of meditation or an experience of emotion or physical pleasure and pain all of these every experience we have is made possible by our physicalness and only by our physicalness you know that well there's maybe consciousness that's part of that that mix that alchemy but the body has its own wisdom that we when we connect ourselves to ourselves it's hard to talk about there's not really language to um because because we identify the body as something separate you know mind heart body mind and spirit right that the, that these things somehow are separate and in fact i i at least fact as far as i can tell is they are inextricably integrated and linked and by distancing ourselves from our interconnectedness with our bodies 
we're separating ourselves from ourselves. And so the body will tell us when we need rest. The body will tell us all kinds of things. So recently I've noticed that um, I've been having sessions with clients with physical stuff going on. One client's head was was locked to the left. And um, so let's see, Rosalind says, becoming sensitized, removing the filter, paying closer attention. Exactly, exactly. Because what we're taught to do is I have a pain, I'm going to ignore it, or I'm going to push through it, or um, I'm going to take some medicine to make it go away you know, to, to kill it, deaden it, separate myself from it. You know, I'm going to manage it. I'm going to control it. I'm going to overpower it, right? What if we do pay closer attention? So this client's head was locked to the left and they, they couldn't turn it. They couldn't move it without a whole lot of pain. And we did a session. And at the end of the session, they were able to move their head. And then they went and had a chiropractic adjustment and that reinforced it. But, but what happened in the session is that there was a lot of emotional stuff going on that was tied to an experience from when they were a little kid, having fun, jumping around on, um, on beds at a hotel, jumping around, jumping around, and then slipped and fell and bonked their head and their head was locked, their, their neck was locked in a position, but they had bonked their head pretty well. And um, the message that they were learning is that it's not okay to have fun or that if you have fun, you're gonna pay the price, you're gonna get hurt. And this was a time in their lives when they were choosing a, a job that was more, um, more fun, potentially, uh, that gave them a lot more time freedom, that gave them a greater income potential. Uh, so they, they had made a choice that was a fun-friendly choice in their lives, but they had this association that you're going to pay the piper if you have fun. So the fact that their neck locked up was an indicator that he, the way I receive it is that this was an issue that they were ready to address. And um, it was pretty awesome because this pattern of being punished for having fun was something that had replayed and replayed throughout their lives. And in the course of the session, they recognized or remembered a time in high school where they made a deliberate choice to enjoy life, to experience life and social contacts and and kind of work-life balance rather than grinding in school to get the absolutely best grades and um, forsaking all other 
delights in life, essentially. And so the in the session, they were presenced to that choice again, to live a life that's joyful rather than having to be the best at everything because it's not that being the best wasn't available but the consequences or the the cost was really high and they opted to choose life instead of this this um drive and push to be the best instead just to live the best life and when they allowed themselves that choice again, then they had more freedom of motion, metaphorically and literally. So had their body not asserted that it was time, they would still be maintaining that struggle in their in their new position in this new phase of life that they have had chosen particularly to be able to enjoy life to create a greater quality of life so that was super super powerful then there's another client who's been experiencing extreme pain um, plantar fasciitis in their feet and and also extreme burning and they're at a place in their lives right now where the next steps the moving forward has potential to be opening up radically new vistas for them and they've had a a lot of uh, resistance to overcome in taking next steps, getting started, taking big steps. And so what was showing up is all of these symptoms in their feet. As the body saying, hey, there's something going on here, something to pay attention to, something we get to work on. Excuse me. So we did work on that and the pain and the burning was greatly greatly reduced there's more work to do but it was it, it a shift was made and we can we can be alert to what's going on in our bodies not just as a physical manifestation but to recognize that it's it's signaling us it's another way for us to become attuned to multi-dimensions of experience and it often outpictures our emotional being and and I and I apologize for the language here because it's creating these separations they're false separations between our emotional being and our physical being and our mental being they're not distinct they all integrate they all weave together and 
another example, and I've shared this before, but it's a really powerful example. Years ago, I was walking and I twisted my ankle. I used to twist my ankle a lot as a kid, in fact, but I twisted my ankle really badly and I fell into the street and it was, it was so, um, it was pretty dramatic. Three people came to help me on a big street. So people pulled over cars, you know, came out of the car to help get me up. And, and um, I, they offered to get me an ambulance and I really did a number on myself. I was really hurt. I couldn't really walk, but I elected not to get an ambulance and assured them that I'd be okay. And I went and I found a place to sit. And I sat with the sensation and we name our sensations. So we call something pain, we call something pleasure, uh, we call something itching. What it, we, we have names for things and then we're not as present. And so anyway, this would have, it was something I could say, this was pain, it was pretty extreme pain. And I sat with it. Usually, what do we do? We pretend it isn't there and we power through it. Well, instead, I sat with it. And I must have sat with it for about 45 minutes. And at points as I was sitting with it, the pain became excruciating. It got worse. And what I was doing was breathing into it, not trying to get rid of it breathing into it, trying to feel it more deeply, trying to be present to the sensation. And I went deeper and deeper and it got more and more intense in the sensation until at one point, all this grief came up around my father. And I just wept. And the pain relieved through the presencing myself to it, through the emotional release, through putting the attention and the energy into that experience, being, being deeply, deeply engaged with what was happening physically. I may have cracked a bone even, but what happened was the pain that was crippling literally disappeared. And I was able to walk more than a mile home without pain, without pain. And it didn't swell, it didn't bruise. It was miraculous, miraculous. And another time, this time it did swell and it did bruise, but another time I fell and I hit my head on the cement I, I, to the point where I had this big black eye and my nose was black and blue. And, but um, let's see. So um, Rosalind says neural pathway that led to grief. Interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. I mean, there are so many stories of miraculous healings, you know, that people have created. Uh, Joe Dispenza has a great story. He broke his back in a motorcycle accident and was laid up in bed for months and he healed his back. Without surgery, he healed his back. 
and he was told he would never walk again. And he healed himself because he concentrated on being present and visualizing and creating this new pathway. But I'm quite certain that he had to be present to what was there. And then, then working with it, creating it in, in mind and body collaboration. Again, I apologize for the separation, but because it isn't there, we're not separate. Um, but I, now I've forgotten what I was going to say. Oh, when I hit my head on the cement, um, I spent a lot of time being present to the pain, to the sensation, allowing it, allowing myself to go deeply into it. And what happened was the pain went away. I did have a, a big black eye and, and bruises on my nose, my, you know, scratches on my face. I really did a number when I fell on the cement, but the pain was gone. And it wasn't from denying it. It wasn't from trying to push it away. Uh, it, it was just through the experience, allowing myself to be present to the physicalness and what was occurring there. So there's a richness of knowledge and wisdom in our bodies, of our bodies, that we can connect with and learn from if only we can allow, allow ourselves. You know, we tend to push way beyond our boundaries and the body will say, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And if we ignore it enough, what will happen is we will get sick so that we rest. But if we pay attention, if we listen, if we dance with that energy of our bodies, there's so much more richness available to us. Our body will tell us when we want to move. We feel pain. We get, it means we get to slow down, right? And there may be messages in there that are available to us. So Rosalind says, yawning, what does that mean? Used up energy leaving the body. So it's great that you bring up yawning, Rosalind. I have I have a client who, as soon as we get on the on the call, they start yawning because it's a way that we release energy. So Rosalind says, something new I'm trying. Lymph nodes need movement because there's no pumping system. Dry brushing. I'm doing that before a shower to help move lymphatic system. Lymph nodes, lymph nodes store toxins and can become inflamed. Dry brushing helps flush it out. Dry brushing is awesome. Dry I did it for a long time, but I didn't, I haven't done it lately and um it's it's a really great thing it activates your body it activates your skin and your skin is the greatest organ of elimination in your entire of your entire body so it's a way that we get to reconnect with our bodies also so thank you for that 
Anyway, the invitation is to connect. Take a couple minutes, breathe into your body, be present to the sensations, thank it. Thank it, give it appreciation. When you're eating, taste it, feel it as you swallow it. Notice how it in interacts with your, with your gut, with your throat, with your, your energy. All of these things allow us to be more present to the experience of life. So that's it for today on this Thursday. Um, and until next time, I'm Mira Rubin. This is The Core Connection. And I go live each weekday morning here on the Enlightened World Network Facebook page and YouTube channel. And I invite you to check out the other awesome programming on Enlightened World Network and Enlightened World Living. And I'm so grateful to you for the opportunity to share these moments and musings. And until next time, so much love to you. <laughs>